BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. We've got a special Friday show. The Moist Line folks are coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. And in between two rounds of the Moist Line, we have a special edition of Hack at a Dumpster. Good old Satan's Lake of Fire. See who's going to get tossed into the lake and be politically dissolved Forever. Well, until we throw them in the lake again. <laughs> I'm not sure we've ever done that. Have we, have you we think, you that think uh, you know, we've probably thrown somebody twice. I'm sure we have. Yeah, there's, but then back into the dumpster after they got dissolved? They're supposed to be. Like? I, I don't know. I don't keep a list of this. I don't uh, have any good statistics. <laughs> this is so we old. Need, we need a historian. Uh, we've been doing this, I think, for more than 10 years. Uh, here's a good puzzle for you. After Joe Biden announced the pandemic's over in an interview of 60 Minutes a couple of weeks ago, the U.S. extended the COVID public health emergency through January 11th. Just like dopey California. That That's I, I can't I can't. Well, I do understand this. I mean, the desire to hold power over people's lives is incredible. I, st- I still see well, too many. It masks. says it gives them broad. It gives federal agencies broad authority to expand certain programs without congressional approval. Yeah, exactly. Power, see, such as increasing enrollment in <laughs> Medicaid. Because then you'd have to share the power with Congress. You'd have to have a public debate about whether it's uh, the right policy or not. Wow. it's a. It, I, I would think that everybody who's president wants to be a dictator. I would want to be. I want to be a dictator now. Imagine yeah, you're know president this. and you, you everybody treats you like you're in charge, but actually you're not to a large extent. You got to wait on Congress. You got to wait on another party. You got to deal with judges. Now with that, that that's got to get really tedious. All right. Of course, you have uh, the ballot uh, for the state of California. There are seven statewide ballot measures to vote on. The very last one is Proposition 31. And when I got the ballot, I, I wasn't even aware of this. I don't think I've seen any ads for this. It's like, wait, there's one more here. Because I've heard all the rest of them are the stupid ads that are incessant over the online gambling. Uh, that is still... That actually tapered off a bit, though, I thought, in the last week. I'm seeing a lot more ads I'm relying <laughs> for on the you. dialysis ballot measure. I, I'm, I won't watch any of this. So uh, <laughs> you're, you're the uh, tracker for the show. 
Yeah, on campaign just, well, I'm just flipping around and just if you ever watch local news, that's all that that's all they're selling right now. Yeah. Or, or and and to, to, a lot of congressional race ads. Everybody's screaming about uh, I, a woman's body and a right to choose. I, and, uh, uh, if if I watch the news, it's up to the first commercial. Even break. Karen Bass pulled that one again today. She's running for mayor, but she's talking about a woman's right to choose. I didn't really. Yeah. Uh, uh, the committee supporting California's Proposition 31 that would ban in-person sales of flavored tobacco products. That's important, isn't it? Almost all the money for the yes vote on Proposition 31 comes from one single person. And it's a significant amount. It's $15.3 million. Who would give $15.3 million? Only one guy. To get a yes vote on a ballot measure that bans in-person sales of flavored tobacco products only one guy. It's the return of the billionaire Michael Bloomberg. Of course, he was the mayor of New York, and he you may forget this, he did run for president in 2020. Yes. Thought he would be this great alternative choice it to was, the boring uh, group of Democrats. He uh Didn't he, he enter the race late? He did though, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. No, he was a good mayor, but uh he he he's got fixated on micromanaging people's lives after he was done being mayor. Uh, he got fixated on trans fats. I think he tried to ban uh, trans fats in New York, and he did. Also, uh, salt. He was trying to limit the amount of salt. And he had some other ban that got, I think, reversed by a judge. Oh, the size of soda cups. Yeah, That's the soda right. cup. Oh, that was the a so- big one. We spent a lot of time on the soda yeah. cup one. Soda cups, salt, trans fats, and now flavored tobacco products. He tried to and ban, so- like, the big gulp size cup, right, if you get a sugary soda. That's what he wanted to do. And, and, you know, I guess they're, he's fixated on e-cigarettes. And for the life of me, I don't know how everybody in the media and everybody in politics keeps claiming that e-cigarettes are a tobacco product. There is no tobacco, obviously, in it. Zero percent tobacco. No, there's like nicotine, though, which is what gets you well, addicted. But Nicotine's not tobacco. Nicotine is nicotine. Nicotine is added to the tobacco to make you... Uh, Addicted, yeah. Right. So, but you want you should. I mean, the correct. This is it's weird. Everybody like with their Associated Press style book, they're so nitpicky on certain things, and then other things are completely false, but they just re- repeat the lie over and over because you know that that's the left wing agenda. Left wing agenda is go after big tobacco, go after tobacco products, and there is not a a, a molecule of tobacco in a flavored uh, e-cigarette. Yeah, I and I, I when I saw this, I wondered: Are they talking about e-cigarettes? They're talking about vaping, right? Vaping, yeah, right. Right. They're not talking about a tobacco product that also has like a fresh mint or bubblegum flavor. No, because kids can't buy tobacco. So right. No, no. Any... They're talking about e-cigarettes. Uh, and and he's 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 fixing... so you could still sell them, but they can't be flavored if this passes. Right. Uh, because they think the flavors attract children. That's right. what they're worried yeah. about, that the children like the idea of some sort of certain flavors. Like I mentioned, bubble gum or chocolate candy smelling <laughs> vaping. Yeah, yeah they, have, they have flavoring products they put in the Because he claims the that they, they do this to target children, so eventually children will become cigarette smokers or just be e-cigarette smokers for life because they get addicted when they're like 10 years old because they're attracted to the flavors. I 
It's a nanny state. That's uh, that's parents are supposed to police that. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think any any decent parent needs Michael Bloomberg or anybody else in politics to worry about uh, if their kid is puffing on an e-cigarette. It's just none of your business. Yeah, it's strange. I, 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 can't, I can't stand that intrusiveness. Oh, we're doing it for the good of the children. No, you are actually just pleasing that desire to control other lives. And you always have uh, some, you always want to start preening about the uh, what a do-gooder you are. How you're on the lookout for the children. No, you don't care about the children. Stop it. The, the, uh, it's a weird ego that Bloomberg has, a really strange one. There is about $17.3 million raised for the yes on Prop 31. By the way, you can see our voter guide. We're a no. Anyway, $15.3 million came from Bloomberg. The no people have only raised $2.1 million. So 79% of the money spent in the race has come from Michael Bloomberg. This is, a, this is an issue that virtually no one cares about. I, like I said, it wasn't even on my radar. I don't think I've seen an ad anywhere of any kind. Not even just a little posting on a website on the corner there on the side. Bloomberg Bloomberg could actually do a lot of a lot of good things for children, you know. With that, oh, I bet you it passes because people will think of that. Yeah, Yeah, it's a it's a good virtue signal. Vote now. The rest of the yes monies come from the Kaiser Health Foundation or Foundation Health Plan. That's only one million. And the no money, well, predictably, has come from Philip Morris and R.J. Reynolds Tobacco Company. Well, they but it's yeah, a couple of million dollars. Yeah, they, I mean they uh, they own those um, the e-cigarette the, the brands. e-cigarette brands. Yeah. Oh yeah, they realized uh, when uh, all the politicians were coming after tobacco cigarettes, they had to move on to some other products. So they started developing things like e-cigarettes and giving people a chance to vape. Yeah. As an alternative, well, they it's, realized they had to come up with something to keep them viable. Yeah, I know. And, 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 and so, but so just the, get that nicotine in there. So, that'll keep them coming back. It shows you these nannies are never satisfied because the e-cigarettes uh, don't create smoke issues, right? So you can't scream about secondhand smoke. You can't scream about uh, people getting cancer. You can't scream about any of this stuff. So you start making stuff up. Yeah. Uh, people, there's, it's been with us all our lives, especially here in America, because there used to be so much freedom in America. There's always some group wanting to ban something. Everything is always getting banned. Look at Prohibition. That turned out to be a disaster. Coming up after three o'clock, uh, 4 o'clock, it's already after 3, we'll be talking to John Kupal from the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association about uh, Proposition 30. He, he, you know what the, here's the wording of the title of Prop 30. Provides funding for programs to reduce air pollution and prevent wildfires by increasing tax on personal income over two million initiative statute. Then in the small print, allocates tax revenues to zero emission vehicle purchase incentives. Again, this is the lift measure. This is so uh, that lift is able to benefit greatly by getting their uh, drivers to uh, buy an electric car more affordably. Yeah, because well, so there is you, a mandate that they have to have a pretty right. much an all-electric fleet, by, I think, by the year 2030. There shouldn't be a mandate. And now to, to comply with the mandate without Lyft having to pay much money, they want taxpayers, specifically wealthy taxpayers, to pay. It is a, such a, a bastardization of, of our system here. Lyft right, has well, John, no business financing a tax on wealthy people to help their business, and there should be no mandate on Lyft to begin with. 
John can give us uh, additional reasons about uh, voting. I'm sure he's coming on to say no, no vote. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, California likes to become the first in the nation. And, you know, just talking about former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg, it usually involves something around the nanny state. I was actually surprised that it took him this long to catch on to this one because for years we've talked about the plastic bag ban. Everyone knows at checkout now, either you're getting a paper bag or you're getting one of those thick, I, I don't know, they're considered recyclable grocery bags. Uh, after going through all that, it took them years, and now we have Senate Bill 1046 signed into law by Newsom on September 30th, and the product from a legislator up in the Bay Area who is the Eggman. That's her name. And every time I see her name, it only comes up with like ninny bills. Susan Eggman, a state senator, the Eggman. Uh, we are going to become the first state in the nation to ban the little plastic produce bags. The very, very thin produce bags that people use to stick their apples or their grapes or their tomatoes in before they oh, get geez. to the checkout counter starting January 1st. That's as stupid as banning straws. Would be a, a thing a, of the past. What a, what, that's so, so, it's so ridiculous. That is zero threat to the world. Less than zero threat to the world. Yeah, someone thought, oh, we did all that, and now we, we forgot the, the little produce bag. You know what they actually call them? Pre-checkout bags. Because you get them before you check well, out. When you're they're... walking around the store and you're well, loading up the produce in these and, tiny little plastic and, bags and there's a little twist tie usually. And the, the, the well, for one thing, a lot of the fruit is wet. Like if you get lettuce, it's wet. So you put them inside a bag. Oh, so, so it doesn't make everything so wet. So it does make your... everything else wet in your, uh, in your grocery cart. And right. it also keeps the food from touching all, all the other stuff in the world. Right, so, right. So your produce, because you, if you like an apple, you just eat the whole skin there. You, you could wash it beforehand, but, but yeah, you wash it. You but eat the whole just, product. It's, it's not just, like it's inside a bag or a container. I, 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 there is there is zero threat, just like there was zero threat from plastic straws. And you know, you know what I find funny, is is that as as businesses evolve to get around all these stupid laws, they are handing stuff out now. Straws. That are just like plastic straws. I know technically they're not, but they have the exact same hardness and consistency of plastic straws. So if that one ends up in the ocean, it's going to go up a, tor uh, a sea turtle's nose exactly the same way. There's no difference. The theory with that straw, I don't know if you read the, the paper before you opened it, it's supposed to be compostable. So if you put it in with your compost, it doesn't end up in the ocean. It ends up in your compost pile where they take it separately. Yeah, well, and they, none, they of use my it to... none of my straws ever ended up in the ocean because I threw the straws in the garbage and the garbage was taken to the landfill. So that, that yeah. was that was it was based on that one photo. And we've gone over that a thousand times. It was one photo of one sea turtle. But if you throw this straw into the ocean, it's going to have the same effect on the one sea turtle. It's no different. It's just a, it's possible that, and I don't know this, I'm not an expert, that if it is made of compostable material, the seawater will disintegrate it before it gets in a turtle's nose versus the plastic. It might be that yeah, that's the case. Probably 100 years. 
It's, it's well, just a racket because what they did, like with the bags, is instead of getting a thin plastic bag, I get a thick plastic bag now at the store. You do, yes, right, right. And I throw that one out, but it costs me a dime for every bag I use. And that's why they think the, you'll use less. You won't, but some people might be I don't, mindful of spending the dime and resent but, it. No, but what it became is a windfall. All those dimes add up for the grocery companies, for, you know, Ralph's and everybody else. And that was the purpose of this. That's why I wondered why the grocery stores went along with this. And what they did is they ended up with a revenue stream. I don't know how big it is, but it's not nothing. You know, you add up all the bags purchased in, in, in a given year, multiply it by 10 cents, and you, you've got a few bucks there. It doesn't do anything for the environment because the people who are going to use the, those uh, filthy reusable bags are going to use them anyway. They stopped right. complaining about it, so maybe there is less plastic waste out there. I don't know. Nobody's complaining about it anymore. Oh, because the story I, I, seemed to just go away. I don't and... think it was about plastic waste. I think I think it was it was a setup for the grocery companies to get a revenue stream. And because why... because all the all the grocery bags are still going in the garbage. I guess I don't know what people are doing with them. They're there are always them in people. The well, you were always one to say that you took the old plastic bags and you used them for other things. You didn't yeah, just throw them in the garbage for a few days. Dog poop, or well, yeah, and then the dog poop goes in the garbage. Right, but at least it's got two uses out of it <laughs> before it's, it's thrown away. So it's... what you're going to have to use now are are compostable little thin grocery bags. You know garbage at the, at the produce stand. Garbage mostly goes into landfills. But you have a lot of uh, you know filthy people who throw their garbage in the streets, and that gets washed into the ocean, or uh, you know uh, pigs at the beach, and they have their beach garbage going to the ocean. But ninety nine percent of the public throws it in their kitchen trash, and then that's taken out to the landfill. Yeah, I still so, want to know why my uh, El Segundo Times, because I still get the actual paper delivered. It comes in a plastic bag. They shouldn't be doing that. I don't think it's compostable, but I haven't examined it. I said, of, of all the publications, the environmentally pure El Segundo Times is well, wrapped in my newspaper in a tiny plastic bag. Because they don't really mean it. <laughs> and the idea is because the sidewalks are often full of wet or dew in the morning, so they put it in there so they didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> they pretend to care because it's good business. It uh, you know, makes them money. They don't actually care. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, celebrities against climate change who fly uh, private planes. None of them care. No, it's good to advocate for and others. You don't have to do it yourself. Just tell all, other people to do it. All of life is theater now. All of it. Just got to figure out your racket and make your money off it. I, I believe that. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, of course, the elections are coming up on November 8th. The United States Senate right now is 50-50, Republicans and Democrats, which sometimes leaves Kamala Harris. How scary. To cast a deciding vote uh, as presiding over the Senate as the vice president. One of the races that's fairly close and getting some attention is a couple. Obviously, you've probably heard about Herschel Walker in Georgia. Is in Pennsylvania where the lieutenant governor, John Fetterman, is facing Dr. Oz. Mehmet Oz, the television personality, uh, is the Republican nominee. Snake oil salesman. Fetterman is the Democratic nominee. Fetterman is the current Boy, lieutenant governor. Trump knows how to pick him. Boy. Yeah. 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 Because he I, I was think he the was, guy that's running for governor, though, was even wilder. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Oz was a Trump is a, a Trump guy because Trump admired his uh, television celebrity. 
Oh, is that right? There's yeah. a relationship between them that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I sure. know Trump supported him in the primary, which. No, he 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 was the guy, because uh, Trump likes anybody who uh, gets ratings, and Oz gets ratings. Well, things were going well for John Fetterman as the Democratic nominee, and then he had a stroke. So, you know, when people vote, they do consider a candidate's uh, health, and uh, it seems to be an issue. And it really came to the fore this week because he did an interview with NBC News, a reporter by the name of Dasha Burns. And Dasha Burns apparently said uh, she felt that he had trouble following their conversation. Because the truth is, they were using a closed captioning device so that Fetterman sits there across from Burns. And then when she asked the question... It pops up on a monitor and closed captioning so we can read the monitor and know what for sure what she's asking. I, I saw the report. They have a three minute version. Then they have a 30 minute version. You could watch the unedited uh, interview on NBC's uh, website. And uh, he's sitting at a desk and, yeah, he's got a, a computer monitor in front of him. And as she talks, it gets translated into uh, like closed caption yeah. graphics <laughs> on the screen. So he's and you can see him during the interview. He, he's he's following along because he hears her, but he can't process the sound coming out of her mouth into what the words mean. Uh, but he can read them and he understands them. And the same thing when he when he when he is groping for words, it's it's hard to process what he's thinking in his heads in his head into the the actual vocabulary. They're saying he's having trouble with auditory processing. Yeah. So he can read and comprehend, but when you speak to him, he might have trouble figuring well, out what you're saying. And she she, she said that this was the case. Uh, wow. Well, obviously, well, because well, the Senate is a hot thing right now, and this is a very close race, you can imagine who has jumped all over this reporter, even though some people consider well, NBC News to be rather liberal pro- progressive. They don't like that she did this. Well, she... Uh... I saw the intro she gave on Lester Holt's Nightly News. And before they played the recorded piece, she said that Fetterman had trouble making small talk before they turned on the cameras, before they conducted the official interview. Right. You know, she was just sitting and, and making small talk with him. But there was, there was, there was no, uh, there, were, there were no graphics on his screen for that. So he couldn't really understand what she was talking about. She said that, and that's what pissed everybody off because she was telling the truth. And if you're a partisan Democrat, you don't want to hear the truth here. So you start calling the reporter all kinds of names. Yeah, her words were, in small talk before the interview without captioning, it wasn't clear he was understanding our conversation. Yeah. And for that now, she's taken a lot of heat, including the wife of John Fetterman. Her name is Giselle Fetterman, believes that this reporter is an ableist. Yeah, look at that. came up with a new ism. Yeah, an ableist. An ableist. Someone who favors the abled over the disabled. No, she's, it's like saying somebody who's paralyzed, I went to see him at his office, and he couldn't walk. That's the truth. That's just telling the truth. Yeah. Right. So, and I think when you're running for public office, people you know, have a right to understand exactly physically if you're up to the job, don't they? I don't understand what's wrong well, with that. You could, now they're saying, well, she's, uh, uh, he did a podcast with a different reporter and everything went fine. She's exaggerating and blah, blah, blah. Okay, but well, they, they didn't like the fact that well, she even opened this can of worms. Look, if it wasn't a problem, they could bring him out to any reporter on live television and do, and do the interview without 
the uh, without the computer screen. If he's not having a problem, then why do you have a computer screen? The reason you have the in fact the campaign insisted that NBC only conduct the interview with the computer screen. Well, if you're insisting on the computer screen, of course he can't communicate really well without the screen. Of course. <laughs> so she just pointed out the obvious. If they didn't agree to the computer screen, there would have been no interview. I mean, I, I'm, I mean I'm reading the coverage today, and I'm thinking, am I insane? That's the whole point. No, he can't understand it, which means if you're sitting with him and you're just talking, he's going to stare at you and struggle. And then you decide whether you care or not. Maybe he can function. I mean, look, we look at Biden as president, right? Fetterman's probably a lot sharper than Biden is right now. I mean, if you don't mind senility, what do you care if uh, he needs to read uh, what, what people say to him? Well, if you're curious what he sounds like at all, we have three minutes. We'll play as much as we think is necessary. Part of the interview with uh, NBC News, John Fetterman. Because of his stroke, Fetterman's campaign required closed captioning technology for this interview to essentially read our questions as we ask them. And Lester, in small talk before the interview without captioning, it wasn't clear he was understanding our conversation. Can voters trust that you will be able to do this job on day one? Yeah, of, of course. This is Pennsylvania Democratic Senate candidate John Fetterman's first in-person sit-down interview since a stroke sidelined him from the campaign trail for months. That auditory processing where you know, I'll hear someone speaking, but sometimes I'll be able to be uh, precise on what exactly that they're saying. I use captioning. His campaign required that he be allowed to use a transcription program on his computer during our interview. I always thought I was pretty empathetic, uh, uh, emphatic. Uh, I think I was very, excuse me, empathetic. Uh, you know, that's an example of the stroke, empathetic. Yeah. I, I always thought I was very empathetic uh, before having a stroke. But now after having that stroke, I really understand, you know, much more kind of the challenges that Americans have day in and day out. So you say you're on the road to full recovery. But right now, voters really have to take your word for it. We've asked for your medical records. We've asked to have a conversation with someone from your medical team to interview your physician. You've declined those requests. Why? Well, I, I feel like we have been very transparent in a lot of different ways when our doctor has already given a letter saying that I'm able to serve and to, to be uh, running. I mean, respectfully, that letter from your physician, that was six months ago. Don't voters deserve to know your status now? Being on in front of thousands and thousands of, of people and having interviews and getting around all across Pennsylvania, that gives everybody and the voters decide, you know, if they think that it's, it's really the issue. Polls show Fetterman's lead is shrinking against Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz. It's now a toss-up race that could determine control of the Senate. Republicans focusing on crime. In particular, Fetterman's votes on the parole board. Fetterman says he's trying to get as many criminals out of prison as he can. Including votes in favor of paroling convicted murderers. Are you soft on crime? Uh, of course not. I'm actually effective on crime. And I believe in second chances. Uh, and I've run on that record. Meanwhile, Fetterman going after Dr. Oz on abortion rights. Dr. Oz likes to make fun of me that I might miss a word. But, you know, he's missed, you know, two words. And that is a yes or no on the national abortion uh, ban. If you're going to be our next senator, you have to give the answer. 
Lester Fetterman told us he is committed to debating Dr. Oz on October 25th, where he will also be using closed captioning. Seems like he's always wearing a hoodie mm-hmm. or some type of he, every man's jacket, I guess he wants to really relate yeah, to. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a whole he's got a whole. is he really tall, too, isn't he? Well, he used to be, well, he is 6'8". He used to be 418 pounds. Oh, wow. Which uh, may have had something to do with the stroke. Oh, yeah, it just happened in, fact, in May for in, people who didn't know. In fact, uh, he was uh, making fun of Dr. Oz because... Oz had this stupid video he made in a grocery store where he was complaining about the price of crudite, which is crudite, a, which is a vegetable tray. Mm. Yeah, I didn't never heard the word crudite until I moved to the West Side, <laughs> and I found out that when people come over and they bring food, it's an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, they bring it's crudite. another French thing. I it's, guess it's not veg. It's not a vegetable tray. It's not hors d'oeuvre. Well, no wonder you wouldn't know it if there's vegetables on the tray. No, no. Yeah, all the pretentious words are always French. It's Kind of funny. So anyway, he, he does he does this uh, video uh, about inflation, complaining about the price of crude today. And so Fetterman starts mocking Oz, saying, hey, you know, in, where I come from, we call that vegetables. And then hmm. Oz's campaign people put out a tweet saying, well, if Fetterman had eaten his vegetables, maybe he wouldn't have had a stroke. <laughs> Wow. So that's a pretty entertaining campaign. I was going to say, though, if you had a stroke and there's questions about your health, you're running against a doctor. Although, yeah. what kind of is Oz oh, a real doctor? Yeah, he is, no, he's right? a real doctor. He, he, he still does. I never uh, watched that show. I No, he, he in real life, he, he's a surgeon. I believe it's a heart surgeon, and he still oh. does surgeries. But he's got, had this wacky show promoting all kinds of alternative uh, remedies. And some of them were quack products, obviously, because most alternative remedies are. And, you're saying and, this is a tough decision between these two if you're in Pennsylvania. Well, you know, if you're a middle-of-the-road independent voter, yeah, it is. Because you, you heard Fetterman. I mean, the problem with him is not that he's reading off a screen. I don't think that's such a big deal. The problem with him is he wants to let out all the prisoners, including the murderers. Yeah, second-degree murderers, he believes, should okay. deserve a second chance. In fact, that, that report was three minutes and it was about two and a half minutes on his screen reading and his stroke. And it was about 10 seconds on he wants to let out murderers. It should be reversed. This is what's wrong with everything. All right. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up after 4 o'clock, well, we're a no on your voter guide on Proposition 30, which is going to raise the income tax rates on the wealthy, people that make more than $2 million a year. For electric car subsidies, it's a strange one. It came from the people at Lyft. John Kupal from the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association will be our guest right after 4 o'clock. I figure they're a no on this, too, and but he's got a lot more detail to back up uh, their opinion. That's coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, Biden's still in California. Did you know that, John? He's in yeah, I just heard on the news. Uh, we have a small clip of new audio where no one can figure out what he means. Uh, It's very short. Here it is. There's not a single solitary Biden man that is younger than any Biden woman. There's not a single solitary Biden man that is younger than any Biden woman. Mm. Uh, He's standing in front of a billboard, something about American family. So I'm trying to even figure out the context of this. There's not a single solitary Biden man younger than... Than any Biden woman. Play it again. There's not a single solitary Biden man that is as old, younger than any Biden woman. Is that a voter? 
So a, all, a Biden man is a voter? No. All, or family members? Uh, so all Biden women are older than Biden men. That's what it sounds like. That includes the mothers of Biden children? Wait, there's Wait, not no. a single solitary they, Biden man that is as younger than any Biden woman. No, it sounds like the men are older. I, I'm confused. There's not a single solitary Biden man that is as old, younger than any Biden woman. There's not a man younger than any woman. Okay, so all the women are older than the men. His wife's so, not older than him, though. But we're talking about Biden men and women. Is so, that a particular so wait, so, subset? So all the daughters are oh, older. Oh, it's his family, is he all, saying? All the daughters are older than their fathers. Right? That's what he's saying. I, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, to get a... <laughs> To bring a story that's kind of connected to this, uh, there's apparently a uh, big shortage of Adderall. <laughs> Do you know that, John? Used to treat attention deficit disorder, ADHD, oh, it's the hyperactivity most, It's the most fashionable thing to take now. Now? This has been around for years. No, but it's, it's, it's increased in, wow. in popularity. Uh, total prescriptions rose by 16% to 41.2 million last year okay. from 35 million in 2019. Uh, the lockdown apparently had something to do with that, didn't it? It's and it's it's uh, it's an amphetamine. It is an amphetamine and, and it has product. A, yes, it has a, a friend of mine who uh, takes it. Uh, he's got ADD. He explained to me how it works, and I, I can't explain it to you right here because it's counterintuitive. Amphetamines speed you up, but somehow for people with ADD, it slows their brain down. Okay, and I don't know how it works, but he said for him, he said it does work. And oh. he's much more uh, productive. One maker of the drug Teva Pharmaceuticals has had continuing manufacturing delays. And even those who make the generic versions or alternatives are reporting problems with meeting demand. Apparently, there are calls every day to doctors from patients who say, I cannot get this prescription filled for Adderall or the genetic equivalent. Uh, it's, it does contain the stimulant amphetamine, as John said, a controlled substance, highly regulated. So it's tough for the pharmacies to just turn around and carry new brands. Highly regulated. It's well, all, it's all over the school for people who want to pay attention, right? Who want to pay attention to the laws and the rules, right? Yes. I mean, I, it, uh, especially around exam time, uh, all the, all the high school students take it to stay up all night cram for the exams and they say in this story that what really may have popped it up is uh, and the pandemic's a factor is telehealth so telehealth startup companies just began <laughs> prescribing it to uh, patients it says in the story in unknown quantities i uh, just began going to telehealth people can just see oh, i'll just see somebody on zoom oh yeah because oh, look at you yeah you look fine what do you need because the doctors get kickbacks no did you ever see that hulu uh, uh series i told you about about uh, the Purdue Pharma, uh, dope sick, it's called. About no, whole, I didn't see. Oh, that. you want to see how the the uh, how medical doctors and the drug companies really That's work? That's progressive bias. Oh no, it's <laughs> it's it's the the, the doc, A lot of doctors are crooked, and they take kickbacks for prescribing medications. Yeah, and that that created all the opioid act addicts. Four percent of adults and eight percent of children supposedly have ADHD. Seems higher, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How many are undiagnosed? And a lot of them don't go, a lot of them don't get treatment. Roughly 70% of adults and 40% of children go untreated. 
but growing awareness is leading to a surge in demand and apparently they're running into some shortages all right coming up next we'll be talking to john kupal from the howard jarvis taxpayers association proposition 30 would raise taxes on the wealthiest californians oh this headline says to fund climate programs no it's to buy electric cars for lyft drivers is yep. what it is yeah, I see. You no, know, that's a, and this dopey one. Then there's some fire people that are appearing in these ads. Oh, oh, it's total corruption. Uh, I tell Johnny, you, Ken, the, the the whole uh, uh, referendum system is being terribly abused. It is corrupt. It is really being abused. We got uh, John Kupal coming up. Mark Ronner has the news in for Deborah Mark KFI AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.